0: Cincinnati Garden sitting out there big as day. Open that up, renovate it, soccer, soccer,
1: soccer. What is up, world? Keeping it. It's your boy Sway from MTV News, and we are back. Episode 7, FCC Game Number 5, a brand new episode of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. Radio. My name is Jonah. Catch me at the Ice Skates on Twitter, at the Burning Bison on Reddit, where I am beloved. And most importantly, follow Knifey Lion Radio on Twitter. For everything KLR, KnifeyLionRadio.com has links for Knifey Lion Radio apparel that you need, that you desire. Also joining me is a reformed indoor soccer instigator named Zach. Hi. There is, of course, Nick from soccer. Hello. Uh,
2: you want to try that again?
1: (laughs) Hi, I think he knows now, and of course Zach's friend Chad Corbin Bone. He's also with the group. <laughs> Episode seven, dedicated to all those who dare to enter the John Harks Cave of, Cave Wonders. of Wonders. Wonders. That's how I'm saying it. For your pleasure, this week we'll be recapping the two-two draw to Pittsburgh. We'll talk about our favorite things, some things we're you know happy about, positivity, and our least favorite things. That's probably where we'll shine. Uh, this week we'll ask, how's, how's Nazmi? Because now his whereabouts <laughs> are completely known. We're going to see how he's doing. Then the segment that the FCC front office waits for, like a Morgan Stanley broker reading the Wall Street Journal. It's Catch Watch. Um, then we'll have I'll have a little non-fake, totally real.
0: FCC inside source.
1: And then uh, we'll do some uh, chants. Maybe we'll touch on some lightweight drama surrounding the Bailey and what they are and are not doing what's our take you'll just have to wait and see but before that we've been uh slacking on the sponsorships and it's been really eating into my bank account but luckily this week we're back because we're proudly brought to you by the snooty fox huh you think to yourself but that store still exists you're goddamn right it does the snooty fox has all the finest gently used women's wear consignment for a modern woman but not too modern Modern like that one ant you have, owner Donna Spiegel has turned the Snooty Fox into a fashion institution in the tri state, expanding into furniture and home furnishings so you can finally match your living room to that scarfy thing you wear to business lunches. Snooty Fox, now with seven, yes, seven locations. I think I went to Snooty Fox once with my Nana. <laughs> I think that sums it up. You know how Stoony Fox smells, and you've never even been inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't lie. Uh, Recap. Recap, recap, recap. Up first. So, 1-1 to Pittsburgh. I want to start it off before we talk about the game. I've heard Jeff Birding recently really pushing this game as i think he actually called it our biggest rival which is insane i don't he doesn't believe that but uh it just seems completely manufactured to me because i don't care personally do any of you have any real feelings towards the pittsburgh whoever they are do you care
0: no they're not on my radar really at all there are there is definitely the city rivalry uh there was a big outburst in my section of a guy losing his mind saying pittsburgh sucks it's the worst city uh,
3: But the city's actually pretty cool, Yeah, be honest. Shut
1: up. Shut up, Nick. Um, (laughs) It makes sense that they try to push this, but maybe because they've never beaten us, too. So
3: why should we care that much? I um, actually got kind of confused for the game. I thought maybe we're going to be playing the crew because their crest looks just like the crew's crest. (laughs) I like that you had to add that to the end so people knew what you were talking about. the joke didn't stand on the first half of it you know they uh, say people might you think
1: we're playing the crew because the crest is the
3: same. well you know what they say when you have to explain the joke it makes it way funnier they don't say
1: that <laughs>
2: one thing completely off topic
3: um, good because we we're just getting started
2: <laughs> yeah, i know we've really gotten into this deep so far um no one's going to the crew games and they're pretending there's like this conspiracy theory that they only show like shots when the stadium's not full and stuff but i was looking through people's instagram of the game and there's literally no one's going it's true so
3: so yeah i got into like not an argument but a conversation about this on twitter and the reasoning that i was given was oh they don't want to put money in pre-court's pocket which i responded by saying well isn't that like you're just expediting the death knell like by not showing up to the game, and you're just proving everything they've been saying right. I don't know. Yeah, and anyone outside
2: the team who has been like cheering them on, save the crew, putting any time into it whatsoever, is looking at that and like, who am I saving this for? Why am I putting any energy into this? Why am I wasting my time even thinking about it? I'm not saying that's where I am now, but I care way less than I did two days ago.
1: And you know what they will say, it's that... When your owner has been taking a shit all over you recently, it's hard to support them, even though you want to save them. And um, I don't want to get yelled at, so I'll take their side. Yep. That's yeah, I mean, <laughs> save
2: the crew. I'm not saying that, but no. um, that's a protest that's not going to work.
1: Yeah, if you're boycotting yeah. the games now, they're probably damned if you do, damned if you don't. And that brings us perfectly in line with <laughs> Pittsburgh Riverhounds FCC. They started with. Uh, I read this. It was a little bit of a blur to me, but it looked like a four-two-three-one. So write that down. Think about it. Uh, Jimmy getting his first start of the year. Lance Lang left back. Danny Koenig with, I believe, his first start. Yeah. Blake Smith, Will Seymour, not even in the 18. You just don't even know. Week to week, what's going on? Who's going to be where? It's exciting. We started off pretty good. First couple minutes that I rewatched, first five, <laughs> you could see what they were trying to do. And then there was a poor moment. Sadly, from our man Lance Lang, that led to kind of a series of unfortunate events, and Pittsburgh scored in the sixth minute. And
3: yeah, I mean, you never want to give up an early goal like that. I mean, like you said, the first five minutes they came out, you could see what they were trying to do, but falling down into that hole that early on, it, it really takes the wind out of you, and they really never recovered. I mean, that whole first half, which <clears> I promised <throat> myself I was not going to dwell on podcast because I think everybody else on the internet's doing that. The way that it was scored too, I mean, just seemed very unfortunate. I mean. The guy, I forget who it was that scored. Can you give me that stat, Jenna? Jordan Dover? Jordan Dover, Wait, was yeah. was it the other guy? I don't no, want it to was have Jordan to... Dover.
1: Uh, it was Jordan Dover. Don't make me say the other guy. Yeah, the, uh,
3: the Frenchman <laughs> scored the second one. He hit it, I guess, fairly well, but it just, it was just kind of a downer.
1: Plenty of blame to go around. People getting used to their new uh, spots in this new formation. Yeah,
2: I'm not going to shit talk Lance Lang too much, but he should have won the original ball. Then, uh... Force Lasso gets stood up by just two stepovers. He's frozen like a fucking statue. And then the shot was okay, but I feel like that's a save Evan Newton's gotta make.
1: Maybe that's being harsh, but it looked it was a rough moment for Lance Lang, but um that set the tone for what people were saying about Lance Lang the rest of the night. A lot of it unfair that he wasn't like giving maximum effort or things that I think are ridiculous because as we've seen there's no guaranteed spot and he's already lost a spot on a different week and on this team no one's not giving at least maximum effort that doesn't mean that they're not going to screw up but to accuse someone of not trying hard enough that would not make sense at
3: all I disagree to a slight degree Wow. No, no. Uh, I Drag think, him, Nick. I think uh, the couple times that I saw, at least in the first half, he wasn't getting back in position a couple times. He was finding himself up the field, kind of drifted up a little bit, and then a counter would occur, and he's just like full-on sprint back, and his guy is like 10 yards ahead of them. But other than that, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of what you're saying is true. I think there was a lot of unfair blame being tossed his way. After the loose city game, he had a a comment that he felt like he had lost in a a cup final and he was basically in tears or whatnot. And so, you know, I mean, he cares. He wants to win, you know, but yeah, no, he's not above criticism. And I, he did
1: a a few things that, um, I was scratching my head about, but that was like a thing last year where people were calling GB lazy and stuff like that. That just kind of, you know, just shut up.
2: Also, everyone says he's comfortable at left back, but is he really? I don't think he wants to be there. I think he wants to be up higher. And I liked, the first couple of games, Smith and him on the same side, I think that worked a little better. But he did make some good tackles. He just made some mistakes too, but
1: I still love you, Lance. From what I watched in the first half, we had some decent build ups. You know, you'd start to kind of get halfway out of your seat, and then it'd be time for the, the final through ball in, and then every through ball in the first half, save for one that I remember, Nazmi had one good one. They were all heavy. Crosses that the keeper had no problem with, or they sailed over. You could see <laughs> the beginnings of something that'd be good, but nothing was coming off in that first half.
3: Yeah, I agree totally. I think I think you hit it the nail on the head with that because there would be this build up and you know this culmination of passes, and then it just came time for that final ball that was never there. It was either like you said, too heavy, or it was too direct. I mean, it was like straight on towards the keeper, and and, and again, one of the continuing problematic themes. Uh, was also rearing its ugly head in the first half, which was a lot of these 40, 50-yard sh- balls straight up the field, which, you know, if it doesn't connect with your guy up up top, it's just a ball that's going to bounce into the box and it's going to be easily collected by the keeper.
2: One thing we said before is with Welshman, I wanted balls played on the ground, through balls played on the ground, so he could get in behind the last defenders and run onto him. And it's funny, he's benched, Koenig comes in, and they kept trying to play those balls, and they weren't coming off. And then there was almost no good crosses coming in from the wings in that first half. So it's like we gave up the wing play when Koenig came in, who I think is a better header of the ball, maybe, or a target man. And we're playing these through balls. They're all getting collected by their keeper, though. I like them trying that, but it just wasn't coming off.
1: Second half, they came out, and it appeared they switched up the formation Rumor on the street that is totally unverifiable is that the players suggested to Koch that they switch things up a little bit. Maybe they could see what wasn't working about the 4-2-3-1 and from what people say that I'll take their word for, it was more of a 4-3-3. And I think immediately things started going more our way. We started dominating possession. A few minutes before the actual goal happened, it was basically a mirror image of that and Koenig fired it over the goal. And on the goal itself, there was a sweet through ball from Bone. Finally, it, it all worked out, and uh, Kunik finished it pretty
3: solidly and uh, tied it up. Yeah, Can I just say that... Please do. That moment was like... Phenomenal. I mean, it just felt great. Yeah, obviously the goal being you know scored was was wonderful, but it, it, after reflecting about the game last night and thinking about this morning, that was like for me the big takeaway from the game. I mean, all there's there's plenty to criticize, and we've we've already touched on some of it. In that moment when when Koenig scored that first home goal, everybody you know all twenty four, twenty five thousand people, however many were there, just going insane, losing their shit. The chance of FCC coming back, the smoke is coming across the field. It's like everyone could taste the blood in that moment, and it was <laughs> it was it was just i mean just an absolutely wonderful moment it you know that moment alone was like enough for me to just kind of completely forget about the first half
0: i mean frankly, the atmosphere was dead the first half I mean, like the fans, everything seemed quiet, obviously based on how they were playing on the field, but yeah, when they scored that goal, everything
3: changed
2: so no
0: child number one, child number two, and
2: Koenig's equalizer against the Riverhounds. <laughs>
3: I would say... It would which have to child go- are you going to pick? Because obviously <laughs> Koenig's top two. First of all, let me apologize to both my kids. It would have to be Hildebrand's save against the fire.
1: <laughs> uh, I like that the goal was a goal that like we've been hoping for. As in not just... Not a whipped in cross. Which they all count for the same. I'm not turning those down. But that this was like, yes. This yeah, is what we can, this not is a what cornered, we can do. Not a corner. Not another
2: dead ball. Not a... I mean Walker's goal was great too but not off a deflection or something like that it was it was yeah. on purpose.
1: And uh first goal given up by Pittsburgh all year long. So yeah, we continued I felt like to dominate possession and Pittsburgh didn't really have many chances and then about the 73rd minute they get their second goal from a build up. I don't know, like four straight passes and you could from the first pass I could feel it coming in my skin because we were kind of chasing shadows at the end and They worked their way around the box and put it home pretty much against the run of play. Possession at the end of the game ended up 63-36, to and I bet the second half was even more dramatic because they had even less of the ball then. Who had the other 1%? (laughs) um, The ref setting up free kicks. Walker would come in a few minutes before that, ends up coming in and almost immediately gets the goal back. So that was pretty sweet to see.
2: I think Ledesma got almost to the touchline. He kicked it back to Nazmi, and his shot gets blocked right to Kenny Walker coming into the box, who blasted
1: it in. Yeah, it was a good run by Ledesma, and a good cut back, and it could have just just as easily been Nazmi putting that goal in, but luckily Walker was there for the rebound.
2: Yeah, and I think before that was the Koenig missed one. Lasso played one in for Koenig. He almost put us ahead before Pittsburgh went ahead. With another chip over the...
3: Yeah, that was one of those times that all those long balls that Lasso plays that I would gripe about and it almost happened and I almost would have to shut my mouth about it. But it now didn't you, don't, happen, now so you don't have
2: to. So. <laughs> Koenig
3: also had a chance pretty much right after the goal, I remember, because
1: there was still, you could, there was still smoke um, all over the field where he was running straight at the keeper and it was like kind of a 50-50 ball and he managed to get his toe... He might have rushed it a little bit, actually. I think he might have had a little more time than he thought, but he kind of tried to toe tap it over the goalie and it ended up going wide by about... Two or three yards, but that was a legit chance.
2: Yeah, I mean, the chances were coming, and all of Pittsburgh's chances were on counterattacks, but they were scary every time. We don't have a ton of speed in the middle of our defense. I mean, Forrest Lasso is,
1: you know... He's not there to chase dudes down, although he did have a great chase down.
2: He is a physical specimen, to be sure, but... Mm. He looked kind of labored getting back towards the end of the game, making last-ditch tackles. But he made a lot of those tackles, and he made some saves, but it was nerve-wracking a lot. Every time they made a break, he felt like they could score.
1: We had some more chances, but at the end of the day, it finishes 2-2. Saw some glimpses. Second half gives us reasons to believe, and uh, that'll take us to— I'm trying to you know, bring some positivity, which we did. But overall, things we liked, I'll start it with uh, Captain Deckel. Deckel Keenan-Kainen, I'm definitely going to get that straight. He was doing his thing back there. I did see that he conceded six fouls, and it it felt like that many. On the broadcast, they were saying he was setting the tone, but they just look like a few brutal fouls, and he just like runs over some dudes, and it makes me smile, uh, (laughs) because you know he's a grizzled vet. He's seen it all. He likes mixing it up a little bit, and um, you don't know what you're getting with these guys who you've never heard of until you act like you know them when we sign them, but... I've liked everything about uh, Deckel Keenan so far this year, and especially that game. He did get borderline violent, but I, <laughs> I appreciate it. I picture him as like 42. I don't know why. More grizzled. <laughs> but like when he started, he's he, a few times in the second half, he brought the ball up pretty far. And like seeing him striding with the ball for some reason makes me laugh. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, oh, God. Deckel's had enough. He's just going to bring it out. Uh, the other thing I liked you guys can uh, agree or disagree, was the Corbin Bone-Richie Ryan combination was looking at their passing stats. They were far and away the most accurate passers, 88 and 87 between them. And uh, Richie Ryan's been the man pretty much every game. And uh, Corbin Bone, I just like him further back. It makes me a little happier and I think uh, takes a little of the pressure that maybe he was undeservedly getting from
3: maybe me and (laughs) other people. I totally agree with that. Corbin Bone actually I think was kind of the unsung hero of last night. Obviously he had the assist to Koenig which was a great ball for him to to see that Um, but he was solid. I mean the whole game even the first half which was left a lot to desire you know he just seemed to be the guy that was at least playing his role. Didn't do anything tremendous first half but second half extremely solid and playing great balls and that was definitely a pleasure to watch. I mean I, I think it is just a great thing to see that we'd brought in all these midfielders play this style of soccer and it all kind of started happening like in a second half
2: my only concern for him would be we just got an, another center midfielder in Lahoud, and now you've got walker back from injury i just don't know it's almost too much competition for the midfield it's fine like if we get another deep run in the cup or something like that but if not like i don't know what you can do i mean it's a plethora of riches but it's almost overkill at this point
3: i think that koch is going for a um For a 1-8-1 formation? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. You know, Corbin Bone really hasn't done
2: anything to lose his spot. Kenny Walker didn't do anything to lose his spot except get fucking plowed into in in (laughs) Indy. And then you bring in this dude, and I was watching his highlights. All of his highlights are perfect through balls. Like, none of them are goals. They're all these perfect through balls. It's like, oh, man, get this guy in the game but at whose expense anyway yeah back on to
1: things we like i was gonna say lance lang and jimmy burying the hatchet but i don't know <laughs> if i actually believe that happened because <laughs> lance lang he's used to coming up a little further him and jimmy would end up occupying some of the similar spaces chad you said they came out yeah, they, the, at the, the beginning of the
0: second ha- half they came out and they were it seemed like at least they were visibly arguing presumably about whether or not alex jones is racist <laughs> but, <laughs> but what's to <laughs> well if you're pro alex jones you're
1: gonna say he's not (laughs) maybe they buried the hatchet maybe they haven't but uh let's just hope they're buddies uh
2: let's hope they're buddies but not to be negative again i don't think they play (laughs) they don't play well together shout
1: out to my man apk mr coons saying uh he thinks jimmy should always be a number 10 i don't know what to think i like him on the wing alex thinks he's too slow but his shoulder shimmy Usually does the trick. I don't remember one of those. No, I didn't. I remember
2: one trademark Jimmy, step over, and shoulder dip.
1: Uh, my other like is King Danny Koenig. Besides scoring a goal, he had a few other chances. He's he's Mr. Energy. Overall, he was definitely one of the brightest spots of the game, and uh, we don't have a lot of strikers, so there's definitely still going to be a place for Koenig on this team for as far as I could see. Uh, things we didn't like.
0: Can I do one more thing I did like? Oh, please do.
1: Yes. Yeah, we could use all the things we like. I haven't
0: brought this up to you guys yet, so I don't know. I'm going to take the reactions as they come naturally. But <laughs> Sounds like a bad thing. Rise together, fries together. <laughs> I did
1: see that it's so easy but it you know sometimes the low-hanging fruit is the sweetest
0: yeah, yeah. wendy's really stepping it up <laughs> that
1: is good um one thing
2: i liked was walker bone nazmi and richie ryan all four of them when they were all in the field at the same time like that was fucking
1: magic um before we get off things we like the fries story <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> talking about rise together fries together it just reminded me of uh, an old friend dirty daniel grimes we were at a restaurant <laughs> one republic blasting on the restaurant speakers he had just placed his order and seconds later in perfect timing along with the song is it too late to order fries i'll never forget it <laughs> I think of it all the time. Every time I hear that song, it's just like sometimes, I mean, Forrest Lasso is right. And just like all things with God <laughs> come together for like the perfect moment. And like, it couldn't have been timed any better than that. Rise together fries together.
2: It reminds me of, um, uh, we were in Iowa at a Denny's and there was a bunch of girls there and they asked us if we were in a band and we convinced them all that we were in Lincoln park, even though we looked nothing like <laughs> Lincoln park. Um, they took us to Walmart and bought us, like, ice cream sandwiches and whatever else we wanted, as, lo- as well as, like, they bought a bunch of disposable cameras to take pictures of Lincoln Park <laughs> and things like that. Um, nothing seedy went on, um, but we wanted all those pictures because we were like, man, this is crazy. Like, there's pictures of me with, like, crying babies in front of me because they wanted their picture of their kid with Lincoln Park. Anyway... <laughs> So when we left, we took all the disposable cameras. They chased us down the highway. And uh, so we end up, we pull into a gas station. And we're like, they're going to die. They're going to crash their car on the highway. Why they believed us when we were in the, a rusty van, I don't know. But um, I'm getting there, Nick. Uh, so we're like, we better pull over before they kill themselves on the highway. So we pull over and we're like, well, let's just take the film out of the disposable cameras and we'll get them developed and we'll give them their cameras back. So we do. Um, That didn't work. I mean, the film didn't work. But <laughs> so as, we're, got as we're pulling away over the uh, gas station loudspeakers. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, oh, my
3: God. One thing. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry. What were we talking about? <laughs> Can I just ask why no one thought on their part, the girls' part, to just Google a picture of Linkin Park? These were simpler well, times. These were like, simpler like, times. Oh, when, when was this? I it? don't...
2: I don't know if I had a, It was 2002. I think 2002. I didn't have a cell phone yet, but I was kind of late to the game. Yeah, they took us to Walmart, and it was funny. We walk into Walmart in Iowa, wherever in Iowa, and the greeter Oh, was, I'm
3: sorry. I didn't know it was Iowa. That makes yeah. sense.
2: <laughs> The greeter says, are you guys in a band? And we're like, what the hell, man? And uh, I ended up signing an autograph for the woman at the register for her son who was a huge fan of lincoln park and she was in tears but i couldn't break character i didn't know any of their names so i wrote a letter to her son and it said keep rocking and i signed it spence jackson which as it turns out wasn't
3: that far off from chester Chester bennington r.i.p Anyway, this is who you're dealing with. Man, I wonder what Chester would think if he heard that story. <laughs> He'd
2: probably want to kill himself. Why don't you ask for us?
1: <laughs> this has got dark. I was gonna say, why don't you ask for us last That's even better. <laughs> because he could... So back back to Lassos
2: face. Because he's
3: Christian, he can speak to the dead. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Alright. Oh <my> exactly. God. <laughs> this took a
3: turn.
1: Anyways, <laughs> one thing I didn't like, and I'm not going to blame it on him, there wasn't as much Nazmi as I was hoping for. I don't know if it's just he didn't get on the ball as much. I mean, he did have a few stray touches. Still working himself back I, into the game. I, I think
2: Nazmi was fucking... I thought it was great. But when I'm watching him, I'm thinking, like, he's in the wrong league. He just looks, like, at a different level.
3: We were talking about things we like. Actually, that was one of the things I wanted to bring up. I, I agree with Jonah to a degree, like, in the first half, because he... He didn't really stand out um but absolutely agree with zach in the second half where he just has he's one of those players that just has like these moments of kind of like genius and i think kenny walker is one of the guys that we've had on our team that that also has those moments sometimes where these guys they they it's like they have like eyes on the back of their head they just they have such good awareness on the field that when they get the ball they already know in what direction they're taking a ball they know where, you know, the, the the person marking them is. It's like they're thinking a play ahead or two plays ahead of the game. I'm not going to do any more things I don't like because, you know, we don't need him. If you had problems,
1: internalize it. What does it say about you? But this week <laughs> calls for uh, another edition of Katch Watch. As far as Kotch goes, I liked the formation. I like the changes. I like the lineups that he tried and um, the subs that he did. So I'd say the the problems I had in the game, I'm going to put more on the players this game because Koch isn't the one, you know, with heavy touches or through balls. I mean, he could put people in the wrong positions, but overall, I think he had the right idea. So he's not over the cauldron this week. I'd say his seat is, um, it's mild, you know, it's a spring day, maybe a little butt sweat, nothing crazy.
2: Yeah. I'd say it's pretty mild. Um, not much negative to say. It seemed like most of the mistakes were like individual mistakes and not formation or tactics or something like that. I probably didn't pay as much attention. Other games people were sitting with were pointing it out, how much he was, Kosh was conducting from the sideline, pointing and yelling the entire game, like directing people here and there. And I don't remember him being so active, like throughout an entire game. Um, maybe- you can hear
1: him screaming on the broadcast clear as day and it's pretty funny and one time they had a breakaway it's like jimmy, jimmy! <laughs> i'm like jimmy's
3: like sprinting he's really like, nick yeah <laughs> temperature i'd say about five thousand on the scoville rating chart that's not it's, that spicy it's like a mild buffalo wing but yeah my i guess you want <laughs> i guess you want a reason for this no i think uh i i think if you would ask me in the at the end of the first half which we call halftime um I probably would have said pretty hot. I think I actually sent you guys a a text saying (laughs) 110 degrees. So, uh, but no, um, overall, I think think it's definitely cooled down a little bit because of the fact that I think we saw what he's trying to do. Like, it started to come to life last night. Chad?
0: Yeah, I'm going to base this completely off of, you know, the tiny bit of history this club has and not, like, performance. But I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he got an early boot if they didn't like start getting more W's and these draws just because I mean they fired John Harks after almost nothing so
2: there's some talk about Harks not really doing a preseason or anything like that training yeah. or I don't fucking know Did but you, I it, would say yeah I think you are absolutely right because I think they've probably outspent every USL club in history yeah there's a lot of talks from like Jeff
0: like, Burding this year about how it was going to be different and I think he's kind of like piggybacking off of like every other professional team in mm-hmm. Cincinnati being terrible but saying they're going to be you know championship stuff like that but i think if they don't start winning i wouldn't be surprised at all
2: yeah i mean they they've brought in the players to do it so it's gonna he's gonna take the blame no matter what by the end of the season what sucks is if we had two seasons with this roster i think they'd be fucking fantastic at the end of the second season or during the second season but i think this podcast will go on a limb and say we're going to be mls 2019 so how much of this roster remains
1: intact I don't know. But I will say about John Harks, he has a permanent laminated pass into the John Harks cave, cave of Wonders. wonders. It's your cave, man. Anytime, any place. Yeah, I There's like him. Bed. I like John Harks. <laughs> <laughs> and I I liked I liked the way we played
2: that first season, even everyone says like, "Oh, we didn't have a fucking plan or this and that," but like everyone played with like a freedom it felt like um maybe it's cuz they all were free to like do
3: whatever they want. Yeah. Do you think maybe Eric Wanada and John Harks should get together with Eric's wife, and just maybe see if they can both rise together.
2: <laughs> I don't think they're still together, but
1: <laughs> it's a tough one to survive on both ends. I mean, Eric is a prick. Everyone can agree on that, yeah. I think. He had it coming for show. No, I'm skipping. Uh, <laughs> he didn't deserve her, man. This week, real, real quick. from my super plugged in FCC Inside Source Thou Who Shall Not Be Named is uber confident if we do get in the MLS your favorite defender from Australia will be back for the 2019 MLS season which would have been maybe a more exciting claim had he not um, taken a few dumps over there in Australia so he predicts confidently that we're going to bring him back if we make it to the MLS next year and right now Forrest Lasso says, over my dead, beefy body. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Forrest Lasso, you better learn how to kick.
1: FCC inside
0: source.
1: There's chatter about lots of posts, actually. People upset with the Bailey. And I noticed some people kind of refer to the Bailey as a supporters group. But as it's been pointed out, the Bailey is a section. And within that section are the supporters' groups. And Chad, you have a problem with the noise level of the
0: Bailey as a section.
1: I mean... No, no. uh let me don't back down now
0: i'm not gonna back down (laughs) hot mic no it's (laughs) good if you're gonna sit there you might as well do something i mean i sit on the sides and i don't say a word the whole game unless they score but you know what you're signing up for or at least you should that's
1: a that's a fair take because i think the ones sitting the center of the bailey where it's mostly people in supporters groups they're the ones leading the chance and trying to get everyone involved and then you have the people who want to just you know touch that and be close to that but they just want ten dollar tickets or that. That's true, too. So they're not joining in. And I think that's where people get upset about.
2: Yeah. And I would say more power to the supporters groups. I, you know, the first season, I was kind of a dick like clowning on the chance or this or that i've really come around to like how much effort it takes to like get everyone on the same page and like they do help create an atmosphere and this game i thought they were singing nonstop. yeah then they get on the internet and everyone's clamoring like you guys need to do a better job yeah it is a supporter section so if you're in there two thirds of that section like on the sides are silent
1: half the time which i just if you're not doing it you can't complain about it. Just you don't, you, you f- can't complain about people not singing if you're not one of the people who sings. Like It's just a strange outlook to
3: have that these people need to be...
2: Yeah, if you didn't vote, you might as well be pro-border wall.
3: <laughs> At the end of the day, like they're not your dancing monkey. It takes a lot of coordination, a lot of time, a lot of effort. Um, you know, just... Everything that goes into that, fucking show your own enthusiasm. Don't be blaming and pointing your finger at other people. Like, if you, it needs to be louder, then then be the person that makes it louder. For
2: 90 minutes, a stadium is not going to be fucking booming. It just can't. Sometimes it's a fucking snoozer. You know, like, i <laughs> have gone to games in England and it is dead silent half the time because they're fucking boring sometimes. What have you if, been to a
1: game in London, Nick? What if...
3: <laughs>
1: no,
2: no,
3: uh, but I I've have been, been to the World Cup, you? No.
1: No, I... Well, I mean,
3: they're going half-speed in the World we all to, know that. I'm trying to, trying trying to get to real Olympiacos? here. Can't be 90 minutes of just pure, erection-inducing, incredible fervor. But while we're talking about
1: <laughs> erection-inducing, in the corner... <laughs> that dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um,
1: I was gonna do all of Nirvana's Nevermind, but I only had 30 minutes, so... I did all three albums! No, I'm just kidding. Um... Before I get into a couple of chants, does anyone else have any ideas, thoughts about chance in general? Personally, what I'm hoping for, I want some more player chance. Obviously, that's what we've been doing every week, but I'm hoping there's some simple ones Ledesma! that everybody could kind of...
2: Yeah, I would love for... If, if Ledesma scores at home or ever gets subbed out, I think we could get people on board with it's the pretty, Ledesma yeah, chance.
1: It's pretty straightforward. Um, with that in my mind, wanting to come up with player ones, I, of course, I don't think I did any with... I got one For a player in mind I was trying to think of something For, for Captain Deckel Keenan And all I had was uh, The Captain Planet Theme song Which is A favorite amongst uh, Diane Schlag, I've heard
0: Captain
1: Keenan He's a hero Gonna make sure That the score stays Nick Zero Nailed it yeah, No one's gonna say it Let's be real But I'm just throwing it out there I got one for Buddy Holly By <laughs> Weezer That doesn't make any sense Oh oh i look just like richie ryan uh-huh you look just like corbin bone and i don't have any more lines so anyone wants to go ahead and finish that for me Chad? uh you want to plug the holes on this boat no i got you nick from soccer sis 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 damn it did
2: you know it's pronounced i'll
0: the crowd struggle with that when we all you know, say their last names. Yeah, I, a lot of people laughed when
2: Al came up on yeah. the board because they were like, what?
3: <laughs> Do you have the time to watch La Desmo Wine? <laughs> I don't.
2: I,
1: I literally don't. <laughs> That's good. I have one for after a big save. <laughs> the ref hated him so much. It was Just fucking great. Read. That's an evergreen comment. Anytime Evan Newton makes a save, if he ever does again, God, Mitch, Jesus, Um, the end of Smells Like Teen Spirit, which I used to think was Bloody Night Owl, Bloody Night Owl, (laughs) and then I finally realized what it was as a teenager, and I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Bloody Night Owl. Um, Bloody Night Owl. Or Night Owl. Night Owl. After a big save. (laughs) I think we could get, definitely get uh, the Legion on board. I don't know why. I'll just throw that out there. Bloody
2: Night Owl. Um, (laughs)
1: Bloody Night Owl.
2: Jonah also, when he was younger, thought that the song The Sign by Ace of Base, they were singing I Saw the Sun, even
3: though the song was called The Sign. I'm not convinced I'm wrong yet.
1: (laughs) God, let's see if any of these other Nirvana ones were worth doing. I'm trying
2: to think of Ace of Base ones now.
3: I keep thinking... And exit Tommy Heineman.
1: <laughs> yeah, guess who wasn't in the 18 this week? Ooh. Tommy Hines. No word about it. Keeping that mum, but I know Jeff Birding <clears throat> pitched a tent when he saw that one. <laughs> Carl Linder popped a blue pill, pitched a tent when he saw <laughs> Heineman not in the 18.
2: Um, Watching Nick trying to work chants out in his head right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <it's> Nick,
3: <laughs> you're, you're comp- look what you're competing with—basically nothing. I'm trying to help you because you, you're, you're going on this Nirvana theme. So I, I got a good Nirvana song. I'm, I'm going to try to do one. You ready? Yes, I'm definitely ready. Watch you sub Hey, in, and FCC wins, FCC wins. Yeah, I think so. What? Are you saying Bush? Oh yeah, that's for right. yeah, cool. <laughs> You yeah, hurt my
1: brain just then. I was like, oh my god, that is.
3: What the fuck? Look, I knew it's Bush. it was a joke. Just want to reinforce and state that I really knew that was a joke. That's everything's in from their album, Bad Motor Finger.
1: Uh, obviously. Off of uh, Discord Records. So, moving on. What else could I be? I'll bodily. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah after he scores who else could it be I'll you can say Nas i
1: yeah <laughs> sorry hey bird Burr. hey bird my friend <laughs> I'm not the only one don't change any other words <laughs> <Sure>. hey bird and she just be hey
2: me Nas me wants a cracker <laughs>
1: Chad I know you wanted to do that uh, Brooks and Dunn song we didn't get to last week This one's one's for
2: Justin Hoyt With his hands in the air Just pass it over You're 80 yards away But I'm wide open
1: So kick it anyway Not about away Hey
2: Um, The joke is that The ball will be on the complete opposite side of the field, 80 yards away. So, obviously, Justin Hoyt will be open. And he screams for the ball every time. Like, guys, over here, I'm open. And they're like,
1: yeah, no shit. Cause that doesn't really make sense. I'm just and
2: you way. say... <laughs> Lang only passes when he wants to. <laughs> so...
1: Okay, yeah, this is from the point of view of Jimmy. That's how you imagine.
2: Jimmy says... <laughs> I <don't> I'm wide <laughs> open all the time. So... I'm
1: only hearing negative, no 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 <laughs> Turn Kaler on! Turn Kayler off! These fuckers are breaking on my plant. <laughs> Reggie on bone. Sorry. Arch <laughs> is in love with somebody else's wife. <laughs> what is When Allah's getting pissed, he says move on with your life. <laughs> Somebody's crying. Cause is any of this gonna make it? No one knows. Okay. Real
0: quick, while we're, on, while we're totally lost the script. Foosball! Chad, are you in or out? Uh, it, it's not SC, so either way, it's terrible. Out!
2: Chad is, just like me, thinks anything
1: but... SC is stupid (laughs) but we're locked in with FCC (laughs) I will admit that in my head SCC I've said
2: said it before I think the current spelling is fucking dumb too but I don't think about it it doesn't cross my mind and this new rebranding will be out of all of our heads soon enough anyway until they actually do the rebranding then it'll come up again and then we'll forget about it again
3: Nick in or out (sighs) oh man in the middle are you a straddler well no i mean uh, it's a little try hard a little pretentious i think um but same time don't see any other teams doing it so maybe it's like a kind of a way we can stand out i guess but what it boils down to for me is like it's just fcc i'm always gonna call them that i'm always gonna call them fc cincinnati yeah i'm not changing my tattoo i can't even find that fucking i can't even find that fucking like symbol or letter on my keyboard anyway so you gotta hold s <laughs> oh, fuck, that's how you get it. <laughs> Never mind, I love it. <laughs> Alice Goons told me he
1: had to tap S twice, but I keep ending up with S and the symbol. so I think the tap was unnecessary.
0: Just hold it. Uh, Zach, you sound like you're out, but you resigned to it. There's one player on the team I heard was really forward, and that's Jimmy McLaughlin. Uh,
3: does Jimmy play right field? <laughs>
1: Koch is like, just keep the heat off me. Don't look into my <laughs> file. <laughs> Whatever you do.
2: He, um, he testified against Mandela as a child. Pops was the prosecutor in that case. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the worst was and I don't want to burn any bridges like, with people actually at the club but their social media guy, DJ. Yeah. Don't, I don't give a fuck if you knew five German people in your <laughs> high true. school. I don't care if Burning and Linder are German names. What no. the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like that's I mean what that's the like... worse
1: is it seemed like he thought it was like a drop the mic moment. He's like yeah. five of my six friends. Five like, of my Yo, s- yeah. <laughs> chill out, yeah. whitey, do we get yeah. out fucking yeah. German your friends are? No, I don't <laughs> brag <laughs> <with you> about <laughs> that. Five hundred thousand
2: people go to Oktoberfest. I'm like, dude, everyone celebrates fucking St. Patrick's Day. It's all you fucking idiots who just wanna
3: get fucked
2: up and bang chicks. <laughs>
3: like yeah, no, the worst, break. the worst for me was like on the MLS Reddit, there was somebody suggesting that, you know, when we get to the MLS, if we play against the New England Revolution, <laughs> that there'd be some type of like war theme. And I'm thinking the last thing I want to do is associate myself with fucking World War Two Germany. It is dumb. And it's not like speak English or die. None of us
2: feel that way. It's that we don't call it that. We don't speak German. And... I've said this before. Definitely more people in Cincinnati speak Spanish than speak German. So why not just leave it as it is if you're going to be like that?
1: Well, we Um, invented beer.
2: That's why. Yeah, we invented beer. We fucking... All we care about is beer and fucking pork and... (laughs) Germany. That's that's the Cincinnati we all live in right now, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, shut, shut up. up. Shut up. But I will say I don't care anymore. Yeah. Whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> it's whatever. Like
2: I don't care about the actual thing happening. I care about the arguments that are being thrown at us and I think that's what yeah, is that was like, driving me game. up the wall. Yeah, so also his uh, I'm not trying to go on the attack, but like <laughs> they oh, you didn't know, think you are fucking Tiz rant after the Louisville game, like, Oh, there's a reason we play this many in the middle, it's because they uh this and that, whatever. I was like, "All right, you're playing all these people in the middle, but what did Louisville do? Run down the middle on us over and over
0: and over. us. I'm like, right. a little, a little peek behind the curtain. I was gonna say, my wife's a social media manager of a company, and she knows nothing about how that company.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she, <No. laughs> she's a social
0: media manager at uh, BeAGoodWife.com.
2: <laughs> Just, oh right, man, <laughs> shots. Just kidding. Well, <laughs> love you, babe. Yeah. And I'm sorry. We have a history, and I shouldn't stir things back up. why well, do know where I spoke We've my been piece. to of- me
1: for a long time. I run the Twitter account for at impotence, so it's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> at impotence blue check. I'm the social media manager for alwaysright.com. So you're wrong? That's what we're getting? No, I'm good at my job. Oh,
3: okay. Nick, you want to grab on as we uh, fall into this quicksand? Yeah, I just want to steer away from the bloodbath for a second. Uh, Hey, man, I've done a
1: spit test. I'm a quarter German. I get it, guys. Okay? I'm down with the sickness.
2: (laughs) Fucking Heidi Klum. Nazut Ozil.
1: So, I think we're in first place. Rammstein. Uh, (laughs) This week, hopefully, we better fucking hear some... MLS news, or they're not going to be any fans left because it'll be a Jonestown Kool Aid situation real quick. That dude is like the liquid's halfway up the straw, and he's ready to drop. So,
0: I know earlier in the podcast I mentioned my wife. I know what you were thinking, <laughs> <laughs> "That's that Bull Bachelor, man on the town, different girl every <laughs> day."
1: You hear Chad's voice? Like, are you Chad?
0: Are you Zach from Chad
1: <laughs> from KL? Freaking R,
0: yeah. Let's dit all the attention towards Zach back there.
3: <laughs> or what about Rick, the fifth guy who hasn't been yeah, on the podcast yeah. yet?
0: Rick and Zach are both <laughs> just kidding. Maybe, readily available.
3: Maybe if DJ is a sister, she could go to Zach. <laughs> you mean Hilda? <Broomhilda? laughs> <laughs> Chad, final thoughts.
0: Uh, could have been better. Could have been worse. Mm. Nick,
3: what do you think? Seriously, Pittsburgh, if you ever go, there (laughs) are incredible music venues. It's a very walkable city. Um, Zach, final thoughts?
2: Yeah, I thought a decent game. I'm excited for the rest of the season. Uh, Uh,
1: Jonah? Hopefully see you in the MLS next episode. All right, first place, Louisville has been kicked out of the USL. Hold hands to a
0: loved one. Rise together! Fries together. (laughs)
3: Danny Koenig